Welcome, witches, to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elena Bergreen, a practicing witch of over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. Happy Valentine's Day and early Lupercalia, everyone. Now, this week's episode is not about Lupercalia, but it is instead all about sage and its uses and significance in witchcraft. And since I'm stuck in herb mode, thanks to last week's episode on rosemary, and because herbs are honestly one of my favorite magical items to work with, I'm sticking with herbs again, and don't be surprised if I cover herbs in next week's episode when we cover the letter T. This week we are talking all about sage, a very widely used herb within magical practices with loads of scientific backing for some of its most common properties as well. Now I know there are definitely some controversies regarding sage due to cultural appropriation of certain indigenous practices. However, I think people fail to realize that not only are there many ways you can utilize items from a culture without appropriating it, there are also so many different versions of the things that are used within cultures. For instance, white sage that is supplied or sold by non-indigenous folks does cause harm to that culture through the destruction of their sacred land and their wildlife, but many indigenous folks sell sustainably sourced white sage to non-indigenous folks in order to support themselves and to share bits of their culture. Additionally, you don't need to just stick with white sage. There is also common sage and clary sage, which are much easier to grow, readily available, and they're not as endangered as white sage is. You can also find other variations of sage from plant hobbyists, which is always super fun to use. My personal favorite is common sage for the reasons I mentioned earlier, but I do use white sage that I've purchased from indigenous sellers whenever I've traveled to the areas where white sage is native to the land. And since we all know of white sage's fantastic clearing and cleansing powers, and that sage is over-harvested due to Instagram-fueled trends and its use, which has been resulting in the destruction of its natural habitats, I'm going to focus on common sage and clary sage for this episode. So the wonderful thing about common sage is that it has many of the same qualities of white sage, and it has been used both magically and medicinally throughout the ages. Common sage is a culinary herb full of antioxidants and rich in vitamins and minerals that helps with the healing of mouth sores and sore throats when drank as a tea or used as a mouthwash due to its antibacterial and antiviral properties. Common sage has also been used to control inflammation, anxiety, and symptomatic menopause. And magically, common sage is used for cleansing, healing, protection, wisdom, manifestation, abundance, mental clarity. It's been used to help with nightmares and in banishing. Clary sage is a little different as it is most commonly used in the form of a distilled oil for perfumes and aromatherapy. And medically, it's used to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and blood pressure via aromatherapy. But there have also been studies that showed its effectiveness in reducing hot flashes and other symptoms of menopause, as well as menstrual cramps when applied to certain parts of the body due to its estrogenic effects. Clary sage is used magically for divination, clairvoyance, confidence, happiness, clarity, positive energy, protection, femininity, and peace. 
Using all of these wonderful qualities of sage, we can do things like burn sage as an incense for protection, cleansing, and reducing stress, create tinctures for healing, infuse sage for divination or meditation, create a protective charm bag or a spell jar for your home or person, concoct a peaceful sleep or nightmare banishing oil, relax in a ritual bath infused with sage leaves for healing and cleansing, plant sage in your garden for protection, infuse an oil you like with sage for feminine health, and make a perfume with clary sage for femininity and beauty. Now, instead of my usual spell at the end of each episode, for this episode we are covering the creation of herb bundles for smoke cleansing. One of the fantastic things about herb bundles is that they are so easy to make, and when you make them yourself you save so much money compared to purchasing herb bundles. Even without growing your own herbs, purchasing fresh herbs costs no more than a few dollars to create a very hefty herb bundle. Some common herbs for herb bundles include roses, mugwort, rosemary, cedar, lavender, sweetgrass, and of course, sage. To create your herb bundle, all you need are your herbs of choice, keeping them around 6 to 10 inches long, and quite a long length of cotton string. Gather your herbs together, keeping the stem parts on one end and the leafy parts on the other, and tie them up starting from the stem part and working your way up slowly to the leafy end. As you do this, make sure you leave some length at the end of the stem part so that way you can hang them up to dry later. And make sure you are tying your herbs very tightly as they will shrink when they dry. Hang them up in a dark place that gets a little airflow, but that isn't in direct sunlight. And depending on where you live, it will take a few days to a week or so to dry out completely. You don't want any moisture left in the leaves when you're going to burn them. To burn them, make sure you do it on a heat-safe environment. The most common choice is a heat-proof vessel, like a cauldron that is filled with sand at the bottom. But that's it! I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice using sage as your magical tool. If you'd like to support this podcast in creating more content, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Evergreen and get loads of additional content or make a one-time donation to my Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com slash Evergreen. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraftatoz. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources I may have used during the research for this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe where you listen to podcasts and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches!